0: Welcome to SU Podcast in association with the Talbot Hotel in Carlo. Join us every week for deep dives into various topics featuring guests from all walks of life. Sit back, relax, and happy listening. Very welcome to another SU podcast here on the ITCSU Broadcasting Network in association with the Talbot Hotel in Carlo. Uh, hope you're all well and safe wherever you might be listening. And remember, you can get in touch with us through our social media outlets. ITCSU is our handle. Or, of course, you can check out our website, www. ITCSU.ie for all the latest content from all the broadcasting network, whether SU TV or SU podcast. Today's show brought to you by Tullys of Carlo on Tullow Street, and we are delighted to be joined by some of the uh, frontline staff uh, from our local community. We have Carlo Fire Service here, Liam, Chief Fire Officer, and Assistant Chief Fire Officer um, Darren, and we have Another Darren, this could get very confusing by the end of it. Uh, Darren Garda uh, from the Community Division, and then we have Crime Prevention Officer uh, Peter. You're all very welcome. I hope all is well. Good, good. good. Thanks for taking the time to be with us. Um, We'll start obviously with the elephant in the room, the one thing that probably changed a lot of your work, but you were the, the one group of individuals that work didn't stop on the 12th of march when the lockdown came and um, we'll start with you maybe peter how when covid hit how did that change your line of work or did it change at all to make it busier
1: yeah it probably did change uh, quite a bit michael it uh, was drastically and to a large extent uh, the first three months it was it was almost like different policing um every place was obviously locked down um you know in around the 12th of march so um we had to change the way we went about about things as a crime prevention officer you might think that like you know because there's a lockdown um things might get a little bit easier for me uh because the the criminal wasn't able to get around the roads as much um but the reality of it is that it brought its own little concerns and problems for a lot of businesses which were vacant at the time um, you know uh, buildings with uh, quite a lot of of stock uh, quite a lot of money, money tied up in them um, that brought its own little challenges that we had to deal with um then we had um, items like like um, you know the post offices and uh, banks being a little bit more active because of of systems that were put in place uh, but the one thing that probably really really was a huge advantage was that house brokers in the best of Domestic burglaries did go down quite but a bit. People were at home exactly. for the for the duration. Yeah. yeah, people were at home, and it just goes to show you, like you know that. that and again, you know what I what I what I always tell people that, in Kilkenny, carlo most especially, we will be dealing with quite a lot of opportunistic crime. Um, it's that vacant property, the property that looks vacant, you know, that's going to be targeted. Um, so it's taking away that opportunity is the key to, uh, you know, reducing crime. And then when people are at home. That in itself took away the opportunity for the criminal to get into houses. But look, it, it was probably, from, for you know, for the first while, it was swings and roundabouts while um, domestic properties for for traditional crimes like burglaries and theft became less vulnerable. Uh, certainly, the vulnerability for commercial and industrial establishments did go up.
0: Okay. Um, Liam, uh, Carl of Fire Service, I, obviously the, the role never stops at any time. Did it change much on the 12th? Yeah, I suppose, Michael, it, it did change in the sense that
2: how we do our business changed. Um so the general public were given guidance in terms of what they should and shouldn't do in terms of social distancing, uh staying two metres apart cough etiquette and that. Um obviously we couldn't stop. Fire still happened, raw traffic accidents still happened, so we still had to uh, get our people, get our firefighters into the station, get them onto the fire engines, get them out the door and try and help people in need. Um, But I suppose it it created a lot of challenge for us in the sense that what PPE, what personal protective equipment should we be wearing very early on. We didn't know it should be wearing masks, should be wearing eye protection. It's very clear now, but in hindsight, looking back in the 12th of March, we didn't really know what to do the same as everybody else. Uh, So that produced um, or presented a lot of challenges for us. Um, The type of calls that we attended in March, April, May. The number of road traffic accidents just disappeared really um just given that everybody was at home
0: which was good in one sense yeah, well, absolutely, yeah. oh, Yes,
2: absolutely okay. yes it was uh some you know benefit from it so we only tended to think eight road traffic accidents in three months which would have we would probably tended 30 in a normal um time um but then corollary to that then the opposite of that we would have had a lot of issues with um fire safety or fire fires in the home so we had incidents of children playing with matches um people clearing out houses, clearing out sheds and setting fire to the waste outside their house and setting fire to properties as well. Um, so those type of incidents still increase. Um, but no, we, d- we didn't change in, that, in the sense that we still, the 999 calls came in um, day and night. We still were able to provide and respond to all uh, requests for assistance. Good, good.
0: And Darren, uh, I suppose Liam mentioned there about the, <laughs> the 12th came and everyone was a little bit what do we actually do how did the guards adapt at that point you probably knew something was coming but uh, how did how did you adapt to it to be able to police the streets and whatever else
3: yeah um i suppose look it was different times for everybody and and i suppose we had to kind of just roll with the punches so to speak but i think really what stood stood for us i suppose is we were getting back into the community side of things and a lot of work we were done then over the last couple of months would have been, you know, stuff, small things that help people. Maybe things like shopping or um, helping people actually cut their grass. Or and was that the community? Place? No, a did community a lot of that? Yeah, site. yeah. But as, I think, as an organisation as a whole, we really went back to. I suppose the community police and orientated side of things mm. um, and I suppose getting people out there and meeting people and calling into elderly people in the community um, and I suppose a, a lot of what we would have done as well was I suppose you know going up to the pharmacy and getting a prescription for someone and bringing it down to them because not so many people were cocooning I suppose at the time and particularly elderly people didn't leave their house for weeks and months at a time really so um looking back on it i suppose as challenging as it was it was actually a positive side of getting back out there and really kind of connecting with people i I think and um for me i suppose that's the avoiding memory over the last six months is just kind of helping people and and, and getting out there into the community really
0: brilliant and darren how did so you're saying obviously you know it took maybe a while to adjust but how did this the the day-to-day firefighters how did they adapt were they did it take them a while to get used to the new normal? Yeah, like,
4: like everyone, obviously, it, it took a while to, to get into the to the the, the role, um, to get into the, the added uh, requirement for PPE. Um, obviously, there was changes made to the stations, just where um, the firefighters had to don their gear um, spreading them out, making sure that they were wearing uh, adequate protection. Then whenever they were getting into the fire plants to attend calls, uh, making sure they were uh, as 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 minimum amount of uh, members in each, fi- each fire plant to so use more vehicles. So that's what it was about. It was about um, using what resources we had um, to the best ability we could, ha- could and obviously providing um, as much PPE as we could as well to the firefighters. At the start, it was very difficult to, to source PPE. So we were in the queue with the it rest definitely of
0: definitely the... in the shortage, yeah.
4: Yeah, exactly. So um, obviously we were in the queue with the rest of the HSE workers they are working in the um, high, de- high, de- high dependency units. Um, um, critical care, um, but we were looking to get the same PPE as well. So obviously there was uh, there was issues there, but I mean once we got it sourced, we got the fire firefighters awareness um, training programs. Um, obviously we had to reduce them as well. So critical training that would normally take place, and we had to cut back on that. And obviously we've we've tried to catch up on that a- after that whenever the when the lockdown eased again. So um, at the start obviously it was just about getting uh, getting used to what we. Um, what we had to do um, and obviously just to maintain that function as well at 24 7. Brilliant
0: Um Peter let's take COVID out of it for a minute what is the um, I suppose the, 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 the main points or issues that come up in student accommodation on a regular basis when you know students come in they moved from their homes where Mammy and daddy are probably used to doing all the safety features but now they're Bit of responsibility. What take COVID out of it? What, what's the main issues that arise when uh, students move to carlo
1: Yeah. Well, I, again, Michael. I, I suppose, like any other uh, um, trade or, or job or business, um, students can become the victims of crime very, very easily. And in fact, you know, without wanting to scaremonger, um, you have you will have se- certain sectors of our criminal community that will target students because they are seem to be that little bit more vulnerable so again it's it's the simple little things of you know grace ingrati- criminals being able to ingratiate themselves and and uh, into the student way of thinking um you know we have uh, scenarios that every year unfortunately in carlo students become victims of crime you know when they come to carlo they don't intend that this is ever going to happen and you know there's a little bit of a i suppose and it's not it's, it, it, it's right across the board but it'll never happen to me syndrome but unfortunately it does and you know the the appeal that we would always make to students especially first-year students is to you know do everything possible to you know take away that opportunity from the criminal Um, you know just make sure that that um, you know your home life at, at home wherever you come from let that be Donegal, Cork, Galway or wherever and if you're coming to Carlo, that you try and mirror your home circumstances when you come down to get into the big bad world of living on your own Um so you know if you can do that it's it's half the battle but it's simple things does it S- isn't very it? very simple little things you know and it's just mindfulness you know at the end of the day um, you've got to think that that you know your property is especially you know if you're look, your electronic property which you know every student now has you know access to you know the ipad laptop you know um, all the stuff that is that is absolutely necessary to get on with your work and these are targets mm. they all become targets you know so if you want to flaunt it's like everything else if you want to flaunt what you have there's a possibility that's going to be taken if you've got strangers in around your house you know you've got to know who's going in through your door because if you don't it, it, it could be a guy's to get in there to uh, to rob the place to, to steal uh, to carry out whatever crimes that they can Um, obviously again we do say that drugs is an issue um, and unfortunately, again, students in Caro IT have been caught with drugs this year, and uh, you know you're facing a court appearance if you're caught with drugs. That's the bottom line with it. And um, the reality of it is that at a conviction in the court then is going to stick with you for forevermore. Um, it's it's on your record, it's on your rap sheet, and you know we're we are very very aware of um, people again, you know criminal elements. And people, some people think that this might be very confined to inner city Dublin or to you know the bigger urban areas. It's every street and every village in in every town in Ireland. So you you've got to be very mindful of it. And um, we are aware of people again who are um, you know drug suppliers in the Carlow area who will approach students to become drug mules, mm-hmm. and it has happened. And that message has to go out very, very clearly that, uh, you know, if you want to take take this course of action and you're caught, you are in trouble. And that's Face the, the consequences. Of it, yeah. yeah. So again, look, you know, you know, it's about being sensible. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody wants anybody to have a bad experience as a as a student. You know, be it here for a year or four years, whatever the case may be, to get through your your student life in Carlo without, you know, the hiccup of becoming a, a crime victim. Are um, getting involved in criminal activity yourself, and sometimes that can be that that can happen unwittingly at the start. But the reality of it is, you know, ignorance is no defence when you are facing a judge or a jury or anything like that. Unfortunately, your pleading of ignorance in it is not going to help. Mm.
0: Just just stay away from it, and stay enough.
1: stay away from it, and take the the reasonable mm-hmm. steps, like you know, as we say, mark your property, photograph your property, um, don't let your property. Into unknown hands. Don't have strangers in and around your house. You know, make sure that you're aware of if you're out and about. Lock the like, door. Lock the door. And, and the, look, lock the, the door. we we had a campaign that was launched three years ago, and it's it's very simple: lock up and light up. Hmm. You know, if you love something, lock it up and light it up. You know, if you've if if it's and let that be your five-year-old laptop, or you know your brand new top-of-the-range iPhone that you just after buying last week. But um, they all have that materialistic value that is a target for criminals. So don't let it happen. Don't let it happen.
0: Okay, we're going to take a quick break just to uh, name some of our supporters. We'll be back in a minute.
4: Hello everyone, Sean Swan, Swan's electrical expert Carlo here. As Carlo's largest electrical store, we're delighted to be associated with IT Carlo Students' Union. We stock the full range of Apple products, including phones, plus a range of Samsung tablets, watches, and phones. Not to forget all your Fitbit and tracking devices, JBL speakers and headphones, laptops, PCs, gaming products, and monitors at really good prices. Televisions have to be seen to be believed. So for all your electrical requirements, call to Swan's electrical superstore Strawhawk Carlo and we look forward to seeing you.
1: My name is Emma
2: and I'm sales and market manager for the Talbot Hotel in Carlo. We are delighted to announce that we have partnered with IT Carlow Students' Union this year to offer students a rate of €45 Euro for one-room night or €85 Euro for two-room nights. The deal is available to all students needing accommodation over the academic year 2020-2021. It is valid with a student ID card and then to book it you simply phone 91 or email us on reservations at talbothotelcarlo.ie.
0: We asked Carlo IT students where is the best place to have the crack after college. Here's what they have to say.
1: Oh, we love going down to Tullys because the student deals are amazing.
4: Well, honestly, I spend ninety percent of my time in Tullys. Yeah, man. I mean, Tullys is really the spot. Me and my boys always go there after school.
0: Well, there you have it. Get on down to Tullys Tully Street, Carlo. Why not come down and try our great student meal deals? Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tullys, Carlo's number one spot for students.
3: Carlo Cabs are excited to announce Carlo's very own taxi app. Just three taps and we're there.
1: There's no journey too short or too long
3: for Carlo's largest and most reliable cab service. You can find us by looking for the T on the back calling 59 91 40 000, or by downloading our app from the App Store. We guarantee a service that's fast, safe, and reliable 24 7. Carlo Cabs, we're ready when you are.
0: Apache Pizza Carlo is delighted to be in association with IT Carlo's Students' Union. We are open from 1 to 11, 7 days a week. Call in or have us deliver. Make your online classes that bit easier with our student deal. A delicious 9 inch pizza, chips, and a drink from only £4.99. You can find us in the heart of Carlo Town, straight across from the fountains. You can also order from us on our app or website, www.apache.ie. Apache Pizza, happy days. So you're very welcome back. Um, as I mentioned, we are joined by the Carlo Fire Service. We have Liam and Darren, and then we also have another Darren and Peter from Angarda Siakana. Again, thanks very much for taking the time to speak with us. So before the break, we were talking um, about you know, a bit of personal responsibility when it comes to protecting your house. But there's also personal responsibility when it comes to protecting your house against a possible fire. Maybe, Darren, if you want to go into a little bit about simple measures. And again, it's all about the simple things that um, are there to stop the spread of a fire. Yeah, thanks very much. Um, Just to to answer that question, was
4: it the main thing, the main message maybe we would like to get out here would be a working smoke alarm saves lives. And that's, uh, we'll go into the preventative uh, measures maybe after that there. But if you have a working smoke alarm, it's going to alert you if you have something, if there is something in the middle of the night. Um, you should have a smoke alarm. You should test it weekly. I mean, that would be a good message as well that we're trying to get out uh, today. So, if you have um, a typical two-story house, you should have a smoke alarm in the hall at ground floor level, and one at first floor level. Is it
0: necessary to have one in each room, or ju- just no the floor? In in
4: in, um, in older houses, uh, they regulations have changed and the new house now if you're going to a new apartment a new house you should have a a smoke alarm in all the bedrooms all the living areas and all the circulation areas that's your hall Uh, older houses it would only be in the staircase as you as i say a two-story house if you go in it'll be one on the ground floor and one at the first floor um, so that'll be the, the minimum you'll be looking for and to test those so obviously if you get any smoke in that um, hall area that it's going to alert you so you're going to get you're going to be able to, to evacuate so that'll be the main message to get through then as you talked about preventative measures it's obviously looking at uh, cooking cooking's a, a major cause of fires it's ensuring that um, if you are cooking that you you pay attention you stay there that you don't put something on to boil and uh, and leave it potentially it's going to boil dry potentially you could have a fire there um, another one would be um, one that's becoming more and more prevalent is uh, overheating the sockets. So obviously um, students now, especially if they're working from home, they're going to be using um, their laptops a lot more, phones plugged in. Uh, potentially they can heat up, especially if you leave them overnight um, charging. that um, They shouldn't be charging overnight, um, left unattended. If you're, wor- if you're working on your laptop, you shouldn't really be leaving it on your, on your bed. They have a built-in um, fan on there if the if it's sitting on a bed potentially that fan isn't going to work it's um, getting exactly. Bit, yeah. it be blocked. exactly can can block with it by the whatever it's sitting on it should be sitting on a hard surface potentially that could could heat up as well and that's where you could have a um, an, uh, an issue and uh, any chargers that you're using on your personal devices they should be um so if the samsung phone it should be a samsung charger um you can get cheaper ones that are spurious but again, it's not designed for that phone. Potentially, um, it may not have the safety features, and it could overheat as well and cause cause an issue.
1: Yeah,
0: and leave I suppose as well as 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 the pre- preventative measures, simple things like plan your route, know where you know in the event of something happening at night that you know that the exit is free and so on. Absolutely.
2: So another key message that we have is, is plan your escape route. Ha- have a have a plan in the back of your mind when you go when you go to bed especially if you're moving into new accommodation, you're away from home for the first time, you're not familiar with the building, you're not familiar with the layout, what's outside your window, that the first week that you come to college to move to Carlow, have a plan in your apartment, in your house, if God forbid there's a fire during the night, how am I going to get out, okay? Um, the other thing that I would like to promote is having an elastic at night check. So if you're staying up late, watching the watching Netflix or whatever, that you just take a quick walk around the house, security measures, make sure your doors are locked, but also from a fire point of view be sure that everything is switched off that you have your cooker is isolated that you're as darren mentioned about not having your, your phone charging overnight um, but part of your fire escape plan with, with locking doors that you can open the door quickly a front door or a back door that there's a thumb turn on the lock or if there's not a thumb turn on it that there's a key left inside the door that you can turn it and get out very very quickly um, that's another key message we'd like to get out there as well I um, suppose just to mention as well, we have students leaving home or getting excited. Alcohol might be an issue, um, or other illicit substances. Um, they're going to affect your judgments. They're going to put you into a deeper sleep. Um, that a working smoke alarm. If you have taken on a lot of alcohol, um, it's going to put you asleep. If there's smoke in the room, you're going to inhale smoke. It's going to put you in a deeper sleep. Um, and then there's potential for catastrophe there.
0: Is there a specific type of smoke alarm or is you know, you go into any shop nowadays and get your one there, just make sure. Is it better on the wall? Is it better on the ceiling? Where is the best place to get, you know, the, to put your smoke alarm?
2: There's two different types out there and I won't get into the ins and outs of technicalities of it. But if you have a working smoke alarm, put it on the ceiling. Okay, put it at the highest point. Hot smoke, hot air rises it'll go to the top of the ceiling and that's where you want to have your detector
1: okay
0: brilliant well that's something about the fire but um i know the the year that's in it with covid and um, there's a couple of things i suppose as well as the lock up and stay safe and mind yourself to be mindful of your neighbors and um, darren could you tell us more about that
3: yeah definitely michael i suppose um one of the mentions we like to get out to people i suppose and, and the students that are coming is certainly um to respect your neighbors and work with ourselves and, and other agencies i suppose to uh, keep people safe uh, you know some important not to keep themselves safe but uh, as well as their neighbours a lot of the areas in carlo and the student areas there's a lot of um you know i suppose elderly people living there there's um, families, families with yeah. young kids and things like that so I suppose it's just important for people to be aware of that like if there's a group of students that might be living beside a family that are living in the area a long time you know so and I suppose it goes back to the point as well not just noise and, and, and parties but I suppose we're in difficult times and challenging times at the minute and we'd really like to kind of promote that you know to, um, to abide by the current uh, guidelines that are in place I suppose because it's, it's a health and safety issue really and, and just to promote that and um be aware of it when you are coming to college that people that are coming you know they're not from the area they're coming into a new estate or a new part of town and um there's people that are living in that area for a long time so it's just to kind of be aware of who's beside you who's living there and just be cognizant i suppose in these times that um it is important i suppose to keep everyone safe and i suppose everyone really needs to play their own part in that
0: because at the end of the day i suppose if if you guys have to be called at some point you're putting your lives you're putting other lives at risk now i mean it is a the, the virus is still here and that, that's one thing that we need to, to get through so there is the uh, you know there is the you, you can have meetups you can have whatever but do it in the small groups make sure that you keep your, your two metre distance anything else that you want to add to that so even if you're going out now so the, it's looking like you know the, the, the wet pubs they're saying now might be opening soon <coughs> um, it would probably be open by the time the, the podcast is out um, any little things like that you know getting to and from the pub yeah,
3: well, I suppose it's just important from, from a safety point of view as well um, for people and students coming here just to plan your route. I know the lads are saying it as well. Um, if you are going out, let somebody know where you're going, keep in, keep in contact with somebody. And we often say to students every year, I suppose, when college students come back is um, not to put yourself in a position where you're, you're isolated. And, and what I mean by that is, um, you know, walking on your own at night time, anything like that. Um, and don't put yourself in a position where you, you might become a victim of crime by your own actions. So it's really important, I suppose, to plan your night, tell someone where you're going, and keep in contact with someone, and um, be, with, be with somebody uh, be it a friend or whoever you're living with, let them know where you're going, and, and don't leave yourself in a position. Uh, particularly when you're when you're on your own, that's something important.
0: Brilliant, and Peter, I suppose. Uh, well, you know, you want to get out. The guards are there to help in exactly. any possible way. How how does one get in contact, or how does you know? Obviously, the the guard station. Where is it based? How do you get to it? You know, how yeah. do students get in contact?
1: Well, look, the, the guard station is is based on the entire road, right beside the Seven Oaks Hotel. So it's it's pretty much. Town Centre, a minute walk of Tolos of Tolos Street, really two minutes walk of Tollo Street. So uh, again, you know, people, students need to be mindful that at the end of the day, the guardie in Carlo are here to assist you in every way that they can to make sure that your life and your time in Carlo is a pleasant experience and you know a, a good one. Um, do not hesitate to pick up the phone. You ring the, 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 the Garda station with any difficulty that you may have, that you feel the Garda can assist you with. Um, every student in Carlo IT should make it their business to have the Garda station number in their phone on either speed dial or at least um, you know saved in their phone and that number at the moment is 59 so uh, you got that yeah I just I had to look at the iron there for confirmation <laughs> just in case the silence yeah, yeah. came across because uh, we do change it every now and then, but uh, look that that's the direct number into the switch in Carlo, which is obviously manned twenty four seven Can I also say, Michael, that you know a part of we work very closely with you know the Car- Carlo local authorities in relation to you know the, the, the safety of everybody within Carlo town and um you know, we have a CCTV camera system in Carlow Town, which is monitored on a 24-7 basis at Carlo Garda Station. Presently, there are 16 cameras on that system. Um, so, you know, um, it's there predominantly for the safety and security of people, but it's also there to detect crimes when they happen. You know, it's a deterrent, uh, you know, a huge deterrent in a way. But, you know, students need to be mindful if they are getting themselves into a bit of bother or starting to act to make around the place that you know just because there's no guard on the street doesn't mean that the guards are not watching you and it's not like big brother is watching you but that facility is there and it's just, just there, there to protect exactly yeah. it's there it's there but it's there for, for everybody's protection um so again you know uh, we're looking with Carol local authority in relation to um Know, extending that from 16 camera to you know a, a couple of extra cameras to facilitate you know the, the change in demographics of the town really you know but um certainly you know uh, the message has to be very very clear to people that you know we are there to help we're there to assist in any way we can so make sure that you have that telephone number in your phone saved. have it saved yeah. and ring it when required
0: um Liam I suppose. You're saying that the the road traffic accidents were down, thankfully, and hopefully they stay that way. Um, but now that we are dealing with a scenario where students might only be in one or two days a week, there's going to be a lot more commuting. Um, what advice would you give to students that are going to be probably driving a lot more uh, to college, rather than? I mean, there will be the few that will stay as well. But for those who are driving, um, simple things.
2: Yeah, um, I suppose the last fortnight, I mentioned at the start that accidents had reduced back in February, Mar- March, April time, um, the last fortnight we've seen a big increase in the number of accidents that we've had to attend, uh, a couple of fairly very serious accidents in the last fortnight or three weeks, um, so it's just to be, my, again, students coming to college, um, young drivers, um, wearing your seatbelt obviously is key, um, the other key is drinking, drinking and driving, Okay. Um, it is an issue still. People still make that conscious decision to get into a car after having a few drinks. okay So, if you're a young driver, um, you're at risk anyway, um, in terms of I won't sense hasn't fully developed yet at that stage. But when you're 17, 18, 19 years of age, um, we all want to have a good time. But again, if you'd have drink or other drugs or whatever substances you're taking, under no circumstances, get behind the wheel
0: of a car. Because it's not just your life. It, it's the potential... Absolutely uh, not. I, you can make a
2: split-second decision. Um, you can veer across the road and crash into a family and cause
1: catastrophic um, life-changing injuries or worse. Yeah. yeah, okay. And Michael, just yeah. on, the, on that point that Lean made, can I just make it... This is, this is very, very important from a point of view of intoxicant driving. You know, we won't call it drink driving. It's intoxicant driving. Um, if you take a drink... It'll be out of your system, you know, within 24 hours. The likelihood is, no matter what you have to drink, it'll probably be out of your system to allow you drive within 24 hours at some stage. But drugs are not; they are there in your system for a number of days. Okay, and when there's a a a, a, a reading um, a, a level of of tolerance for drink in your system, be it low, you know, it might be just one drink, but there is a level of tolerance there there is zero tolerance for drugs. If drugs are in your system, it'll show up, and it's it's just, it's either a pass or fail. It's not a reading. It's either you have it or you haven't got it. And our roads policing unit are doing as much and as much um, checks for drug driving as they are for drink driving at the moment. And you know it's becoming a, a scenario where uh, people are being caught uh, as much now for drug driving as, as drink driving.
0: Okay. Um, for the year that's in it i mean it's going to be a very roller coaster of a year how do you see it playing out darren um do you think it's going to get worse do you think it's going to be it's just going no one knows what's going to happen will, will your work be affected do you think as a result of the, the coming months
4: yes obviously no, no one knows what's going to happen um and all that we can do here in the fire service is, is to carry on um, we have to provide the service 24 7 and we'll do that as, uh, to the best of our abilities um, obviously, as, as it as it keeps going, obviously the case, the chances of um, firefighters or or their families uh, testing positive COVID nineteen uh, increases as well, um, and we'll have to deal with that as well um, as we move forward. But uh, obviously, we're going to be living with this for um, for a number of months going forward.
0: So you would probably plead to maybe the the students that are whether they attend for the day or stay down uh, permanently to just be mindful of the fact that you know this virus is still there and like you said if, if another outbreak comes it could put potentially there that your numbers will go down in the fire service or in the guards so maybe just to be mindful of that as well
3: you'd say the same probably darren yeah i would that um really i suppose uh, as, as darren was saying it, nobody knows really what, what's going to happen over the next couple of months but i think it's really important that everyone kind of plays their own part in whatever role or part of society you're in be it a college student be it someone working in business or anything really just to um, take those small steps really um, and work together to try and prevent you know things from getting uh, even worse than, it, than, than they can be really like you know uh, it's come back to the point small steps keeping your distance um, you know abiding by the guidelines that are there when it comes to how many people are coming into your household uh, and college students coming to Carlos mm-hmm. I suppose, just to be aware of it really mm-hmm. and try and practice that um, on a daily basis themselves, and I think if, if everybody plays, does that, and plays their part, they'll certainly try and uh, help things.
0: You have social media as well, don't you, for you? Carlo, Kilkenny District? Uh, we it, do, yeah. Twitter, what is
3: else? Uh, we have our, divis- our divisional Facebook page, so it's Kilkenny Carlo Facebook page that we predominantly would use for, say, social media outlets.
0: For updates and whatever, yeah. and I think uh, the fire service have the same items I'm in I'm that Liam?
2: Yeah, we have a Facebook page as well, so it's Carroll County Fire and Rescue Service. Um, so you'll see a lot of messages there on fire safety and advice, or if you want to get in contact with any of so us, you can do a direct message through the page as well.
0: And if there is an emergency, the number, the classic number,
2: yeah, nine 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 or one one two. I suppose just to mention as well, Michael, um, if you're moving into a new property, know your air code. Um, your air code is, is really, really important. It's really, really beneficial for us. Um, a town's land or a street is is fine but really an air code we can bring it straight to the door so if you know your air code have it beside your uh, on your locker beside your bed or have it stick it on the fridge or something know your air code (laughs)
0: well folks I appreciate the time uh, because I know you're all very busy people um, and we appreciate taking the time out to to be with us today you will be on campus as the year progresses as well so keep an eye out and we often do uh, links in with Ngarashi Khan as well for the the get registered uh, program and the lock up uh, light up campaign and stuff but don't be afraid to get in contact with them as well if you have any questions or come to us in the students union and we're happy to uh, signpost you in any way possible well unfortunately as I say that's all we have time for Um, a huge thank you to to Alan uh, or sorry to Liam to Darren to Darren and to uh, peter as well and um, for taking the time to be with us and we wish you all the very best in the in the coming year Thank you. if you want to get in touch with us again social media is itcsu or you can check out our website www.itcsu.ie and um, a quick mention to our sponsors apache pizza swans electrical carlo cabs tully's carlo and of course our network partners the talbot hotel in carlo until next time stay safe mind yourselves and thanks for listening